Welcome to St. Mark's Daily Devotions for Friday, July 10th, with me, Cooper Sherry. In these first three weeks of summer, we are taking time to remember the power of sacred songs that nourish our faith and inspire us in our journey of discipleship. Some of these songs come out of the deep well of sacred music that has brought life to many generations of Christians. And some of them are like fresh springs of water that are gushing forth in these latter days. Our theme for all three weeks is drawn from the title and first line of a song that holds that past and present together and also points us to the future. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. As you experience the gift of many hymns and authors during this time together, let the music and lyrics and unique story of each one draw you deeper into the love of God, which stays the same yesterday, today, and forever. History, reflections, and context for our hymn today, O God, Our Help in Ages Past, which has been our theme for this series, is again provided by the site I've found online provided by the United Methodist Church. O God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Isaac Watts, born 1674 and died in 1748, captured the infinite timelessness of God in contrast to the ephemeral nature of humanity in his metrical paraphrase of Psalm 90, O God, our help in ages past, a classic hymn for All Saints' Day. Watts is often called the father of English hymnody. Before him, congregational song focused almost exclusively on singing strict, metrical versions of the Psalms. Following the scripture closely was of utmost importance. Metrical Psalms, a product of the Reformed tradition, generally could neither add nor delete anything from the psalm as found in the Bible. The result was some rather awkward phrasings, which were tolerated in order to meet the strict demands of poetic meter. One can find sporadic examples of hymns written before Watts, but he took a more liberal approach to the Psalter and provided us with hymns on topics and scriptures beyond the confines of the Book of Psalms. The Wesley brothers made extensive use of Isaac Watts' hymns. John Wesley, founder of the Methodist denomination, altered Watts' hymns for many reasons when they were published in his collections. The first stanza of this venerable hymn contains one of John Wesley's most significant alterations. O God, our help, rather than our God, our help, in the original. From John Wesley's perspective, the use of our as an adjective to God implied a narrower, Calvinistic God who was the province only of the elect. For the Wesleys, the grace of God was open to all, not just the elect. Carlton Young, editor of the United Methodist Hymnal, points out that John Wesley's role in popularizing, as well as altering the text, began in his collection of psalms and hymns in 1738, and continued into his 1780 collection of hymns for the use of the people called Methodists, where the text was included in seven stanzas in the section describing death. The antithesis between God and humanity is the primary message of Psalm 90, 
and Watts' paraphrase. One observer has said, This is one of Watts' greatest hymns on the human condition, setting the shortness of life and the littleness of human beings against the timeless greatness of God, who has been our help in the past and hope in the future. God of grace, you have given us minds to know you, hearts to love you, and lives to sing your praise. As we remember and sing these songs of faith, let them enter into our hearts through your grace, that they may produce in us the fruit of the Spirit for witness and service in the world, and to the praise and honor of your name, through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And now may God, your help in ages past,
fill you with hope for all that is to come. May Christ be your faithful guard while troubles last, and may the Holy Spirit be your home, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. <laughs>